This is your brother Vision, a fellow servant and soldier in the faith. This show is inspired by the word of the Most High. Let us strive in love and in truth. This platform is to motivate and inspire one another to grow stronger in Christ. Welcome to the Dustin Nash Podcast. I'm your brother Vision. First and foremost, I want to give all praise, honor, and glory to the Most High in the name of His only begotten Son. Call Yam La Yahweh Shai. Um, hey, we have another special guest. Giving all praises to the Heavenly Father in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh through Yahweh Shai. I'm happy to be here once again. My name is Padal Muff. Today we're going to go into the Wisdom of Solomon, the Book of Wisdom of Solomon, and we're going to be reading out of the um, the NRSV. All right, Wisdom of Solomon is also a book, one of the apocryphal books, um, which is packed full of wisdom and and the Word. You know, ultimately the Word. So we're going to go into Wisdom of Solomon, seventh chapter. And we're going to just build on that. Uh, as Proverbs 4 and 7 says, which we'll get that. Got it. Got it. This is the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting... Get understanding. That's right. So most high willing, that'll be the spirit of this episode. And without further ado, uh, Wisdom of Solomon, the seventh chapter. This is Wisdom of Solomon, chapter seven. I also am mortal, like everyone else, a descendant of the first formed child of earth. And in the womb of a mother, I was molded into flesh. Within the period of ten months, compacted with blood from the seed of a man and the pleasure of marriage. And when I was born, I began to breathe the common air. I fell upon the kindred earth. My first sound was a cry, as is true of all. I was nursed with care in swaddling clothes. For no king has had a different beginning of existence. There is for all one entrance into life and one way out. Therefore, I prayed and understanding was given me. I called on God and the spirit of wisdom came to me. I preferred her to scepters and thrones and I accounted wealth as nothing in comparison with her. Neither did I liken to her any priceless gem. Because all gold is but a little sand in her sight, and silver will not be accounted as clay before her, and silver will be accounted as clay before her. I loved her more than health and beauty, and I chose to have her rather than light, because her radiance never ceases. All good things came to me along with her. And in her hands accounted wealth. I rejoiced in them all. Because wisdom leads them. But I did not know that she was their mother. I learned without guile 
and I impart without grudging. I do not hide her wealth, for it is an unfailing treasure for mortals. Those who get it obtain friendship with God, commended for the gifts that come from instruction. May God grant me to speak with judgment and to have thoughts worthy of what I have received. For he is the guide even of wisdom and the corrector of the wise. For both we and our words are in his hand, as are all understanding and skill in crafts. For it is he who gave me unerring knowledge of what exists, to know the structure of the world and the activity of the elements, the beginning and the end and the middle of times, the alternations of the solstices and the changings of the seasons, the cycles of the year and the constellations of the stars, the natures of animals and the tempers of wild animals, the powers of spirits and the thoughts of human beings, the variety of plants and the virtue of roots. I learn both what is secret and what is manifest. For wisdom, the fashioner of all things, taught me. So let's hold it right there and build. So everything that was said before is going into like the benefits of, of wisdom um, and wisdom of the, uh, Solomon going into how he desired wisdom above all things, you know, preferred over scepters, thrones, you know, even uh, gold, how compared, how gold really is, is, is minute into comparison of wisdom, likewise silver, you know, and now how he loved her more than health and beauty and chose her uh, rather than light, you know, because her radiance never ceases. Um, it says all good things come uh, to me along with her. So when you dwell with wisdom, everything else follows, even eternal life, you know? So verse 22 says, for wisdom, the fashioner of all things taught me. That's how we actually learn about things, especially experience and life and discerning the spirits. But what was said prior was talking about the temperance of animals, of wild animals, you know, because we were building and we we're talking about how, yeah, you would, you would uh, pet a little kitty, right? A little kitten. However, if you saw a lion, you wouldn't treat it the same. Why? That's wisdom. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just plain wisdom. You're going to be a little bit more aware, a little bit. You're going to be way cautious with a lion, you know? But I remember you you brought up the fact of uh, Daniel being thrown in the lion's den and how he was in the spirit of the Most High, how he prayed to the Most High, how he was conducting his, his light shine in the spirit of the Most High. So he was in that that Holy Spirit, that 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 wisdom, that wise spirit, right? Um, so even being in that spirit, that's a covering, you know what I'm saying, from the most high. Um, we're gonna continue in that in uh, verse 22. For wisdom, the fashioner of all things, taught me. There is in her a spirit that is intelligent. Holy, so intelligent and in and in and, and holy, okay. So you 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 may feel like you know some people may be more intelligent than you, but not when you're dwelling with wisdom. 
Wisdom literally is, like it said, the fashioner of all things. So when you're dwelling with wisdom, someone having a so-called college uh, intellect, you know what I'm saying? That alone uh, uh, isn't has is 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 compared minute to wisdom, you know. Um, and it says holy, holy is separate. Wisdom is a separate spirit than any other spirit in the entire world. So when you're in that spirit, there's a a great gulf in difference. In difference, you got it. There is in her a spirit that is intelligent, holy, unique, manifold, subtle, mobile. Mobile. All right. Let's 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 just meditate on these words. It says unique. You know, we all, you know, everyone wants to be different, or some people may not know how they're different or know their uh calling a lot. Well, we're called to dwell with wisdom. You know what I'm saying? So that alone, you will be unique in wisdom, even though the wisdom is the same wisdom of the Most High. However, if you dwell with wisdom in a world like this, especially the time that we're in, you're going to stick out. The world is getting more wicked. You know what I'm saying? Wisdom is being more hard to find. It's, you know, even, you know, the scriptures say, well, the Christ says, shall I find faith? In, in, in that time when he comes, because it's just is going to be a, a a thing like the, the scripture also says there'll be a famine of the word. You know what I'm saying? The word the, the, to find the wisdom, you have to fear the most high and, and understand and, and receive his word. So it says unique. It says many fold. You know, it says su- subtle. The scriptures say we have to be wise as a serpent, harmless as doves. Being wise as a serpent. When the scripture lets you know that the uh the that the serpent is the most subtle beast of the field, we have to be we have to dwell with wisdom. If we dwell with wisdom, we'll 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 be more subtle than even the serpent. It says mobile. You know, there's many possessions you have in your house, but you can't take it with you when you go outside. You can't you can't take all those possessions with you. However, you can take wisdom with you anywhere. You don't have to get wisdoms checked through the airport. Wisdom is with you. You know, if you promote her, she should promote you as well. You got it, brother. Clear, unpolluted, distinct, invulnerable. It says invulnerable. Let's read. Let's, let's, let's get that definition real quick. Invulnerable. says invulnerable impossible to harm or damage so let's think about that our flesh is corruptible it, it has an expiration date but when your soul dwells with wisdom wisdom is invulnerable so that's what we want to do we want to dwell with wisdom we want to have faith we want to die in our faith and carrying out wisdom so we won't be destroyed. We can receive everlasting life. The scriptures in what Psalms one nineteen. Matter of fact, let's get that one. Uh, Psalms one one nineteen, and um, I want to say one forty four. 
That was a 118. Psalms 119 and 142. It says, Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is the truth. So that's what we want to dwell with, that righteousness. And real quick, we're going to go to Deuteronomy chapter 5, because a lot of these things are synonymous. So when you read these scriptures, you have to understand that. And to get a better understanding that a lot of this is synonymous and is it is all one spirit, and this is how you become, you know, holy, or be in a holy spirit, a separate spirit. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 5, it says, Behold, so I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me. This is Moses speaking to the Israelites. It says that ye should do so in the land whither ye go to possess it. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations. So it's saying that these laws, such commandments were our wisdom. So these laws, such commandments were supposed to be for our intelligence, for our holiness, for our uniqueness, to be manifold, to be subtle, to be mobile, to be clear, unpolluted, distinct, invulnerable, right? It says, to keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom and understanding inside of the nations, which shall hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what nation is there so great who have God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? Amen. Amen. So just to just to, to think about that is like Hold on to wisdom. Like we, we started off the first scripture, Proverbs 4 and 7. Wisdom is the principal thing for. So with all thy getting, with all the wisdom you get, get understanding. You got it. You got it, brother. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 22. There is in her a spirit that is intelligent, holy, unique, manifold, subtle, mobile, clear, unpolluted. Distinct, invulnerable, loving the good, keen. Keen, right? King. So dogs are known to have a keen sense of smell. So how much more being keen when you're talking about wisdom? You know, you want to be keen. Let's get that. Keen of a sense, highly developed. That's what we want. We want our wisdom highly developed where we can uh, uh, apply it at all times when we when, when we need to when we need to actually apply wisdom. You know what I'm saying? The same way they get the dogs to sniff out drugs or the bloodhounds to, to, to find a body. We have to be that way in all our and throughout our our whole life, throughout our walk of life. You got it, brother. Irresistible. Irresistible, you know? And that's the thing, too, that when you're holy and you're separate, you become irresistible. 
Yeah, people may scoff or mock or persecute you, but guess what? They, when you're dwelling with wisdom, they literally can't get enough of it. You know what I'm saying? That's why we are hungry and, and thirsty for righteousness. Because to us, it's irresistible. It says to attract and tempting to be resisted. So some people don't know that when we dwell a wisdom, they try to ask so many questions because they want, they trying, they're trying to resist. <laughs> they're trying to resist. Hey, but what about this? They want to ask all these questions, but that's why we're supposed to study the soul that shall approve. Be apt to teach. Have our, our words seasoned with grace, right? Our speech seasoned with grace. And we, 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 we literally have to be, uh, on, on our, on our A game. Because when someone asks a question, you got to be able and be ready to gain the gainsayers, you know? But there it is. It's letting it be known. With wisdom, all these things are possible. You got it, brother. Beneficent. Humane. Steadfast. Sure. Free from anxiety. Free from anxiety. And I can definitely attest to this. I suffer from heavy, serious anxiety until I repented and started to read and started to pray and fast and started to literally change my ways and choose the most high ways, which is wisdom. So once wisdom started to dwell with me, anxiety no longer was, I would say, my friend. Because that's what a lot of people, they, they hold on to, not knowing that you have a relationship with anxiety with doubt, with, with all these things that are holding you back. But when you put on the burden of Shai Christ, his burden is light, thus saith the scripture. Amen. Amen. You know? So it's free from anxiety when you dwell with wisdom. So why wouldn't you want to increase in wisdom? Why don't you want to share wisdom? Why don't you let your light shine? Is 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 a win-win type of deal. Not only... Can you apply wisdom in your day-to-day life? But, you know, it, it it basically brings you to everlasting life. All-powerful, overseeing all, and penetrating through all spirits that are intelligent, pure, and altogether subtle. It says all-powerful, overseeing all. You can see foolishness from a mile away when you dwell in with wisdom. It says, and penetrating through all spirits that are intelligent. You have people that try to get over you. You have people that, you know, that's trying to bring you down with them and things like that. But when you are dwelling with wisdom, that can't be, that, that can't be possible. You see the, 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 the examples in the wisdom of Daniel, you know, of Solomon, of our forefathers. You know, even Abraham, when 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 Abraham was with with Sarah walking through the desert and saw the and saw the uh, yeah saw the um, the Egyptians, and they saw Sarah how she was fair to look upon. Instantly, the wisdom that was in Abraham was keen; it was overseeing; it was penetrating through all spirits. He knew what time it was. He said, "Nah." When they come, tell them you're my sister. You're going to be my sister. So he told them that Sarah was his sister. And then look, all the all the plagues and the curses that came upon them for uh, 
having Sarah in that household, Pharaoh was like, yo, why you ain't just tell me that was your wife? You know? So it's 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 all through the scriptures. The things are written for our scripture, the things that are written are four times for our learning. You got it, brother. All powerful, overseeing all, and penetrating through all spirits that are intelligent, pure and altogether subtle. For wisdom is more mobile than any motion. Because of her pureness, she pervades and penetrates all things. For she is a breath of the power of God and a pure emanation, emanation of the glory of the Almighty. Therefore, nothing defiled gains entrance into her. For she is a reflection of eternal light, a spotless mirror of the working of God and an image of his goodness. Although she is but one, she can do all things. And while remaining in herself, she renews all things. In every generation, she passes into holy souls and makes them friends of God and prophets. For God loves nothing so much as the person who lives with wisdom. Hold on right there. I want to build on that because it says in every generation she passes into holy souls. You know, a lot of people don't understand like uh marriage. You know what I'm saying? You when you when you when you're dealing with someone, all right, a woman should want a man who's dwelling with wisdom, and vice versa. A man should want a woman who is also uh fears the Lord and dwell with wisdom. Because when you have a child and you raise that child in wisdom. Wisdom says what it says, what it says. She goes, she in in every generation, she passes into holy souls, souls that are separate. So that's what we got to do. We got to come back to the most high and build our households up into holy households, build our friendships up into holy friendships. So wisdom can dwell within us freely because we are conducting ourselves holy. God loves nothing so much as the person who lives with wisdom. She is more beautiful than the sun and excels every constellation of the stars. Compare with the light, she is found to be superior, for it is succeeded by the night. But against wisdom, evil does not prevail. Mm. Evil does not prevail against wisdom. Anything you want to build on that, brother? Uh, wisdom is a amazing thing where it's not something that you necessarily go to just any book and pick up or you go to just any school and pay tuition. The scriptures tell you, if I can get that, in James, the first chapter, where it highlights that wisdom comes from the most High, And he gives it to all those that seek of it liberally. To the point where you recognize where wisdom's root lies in. Wisdom is just but one, but wisdom is in everything that exists. It takes wisdom to acknowledge these things. So with that being an understood foundation, wisdom is the thing that should be the ultimate prize and the thing that's preferred above all. Not social status, not salaries in regards to income and wages. Or even 
a reputation amongst athletics. Wisdom is the thing that's the determining factor. And it's stood the test of time throughout all generations. I'll bring that up, you know, build on it as well. This is uh first, this is James chapter one, verse five says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering for that, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and toss. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So when you ask of wisdom, you have to be sure of it and whole and wholehearted. I'm gonna jump to twelve because um and also building um this helps build and understand more in uh wisdom of Solomon, the seventh chapter, that last verse, when it goes into wisdom. Uh, but against wisdom, evil does not prevail. Verse uh, James chapter one, verse 12, it says, blesses the man that endures temptation for when he is tried, when he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that loved him. Verse 13, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God for God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempteth he any man, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed, then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. So just remember that, you know, with wisdom, if you're dwelling with wisdom, right, evil cannot prevail. So if you're tempted with evil, it's because this wisdom is, 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 is not there or you're not applying the wisdom. So now what happening is that the lust has conceived, and when that conceived, it bringeth forth sin. Now you're in your sin. And if you continue in sin, it says, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. You know? So dwell with wisdom and live. Choose life. What do you want to bring out, brother? Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 7. Verse 29, she is more beautiful than the sun and excels every constellation of the stars. Compare with the light, she is found to be superior. Despite what gets highlighted as the wisdom of this world, whether people look at constellations or star formations or astronomy, astrology or university, college degrees, any type of prize or award, for intelligence or high IQ, intellect quotient, anything that can be regarded in a society as a high form of knowledge or a person who's got the smarts. When it comes to being smart or being wise or being intelligent or just all in all containing wisdom, you have to acknowledge the one that provides the spirit of wisdom. Because wisdom without seeking it from the Heavenly Father falls in comparison to the true superiority of wisdom because it is also said roughly paraphrasing Corinthians the wisdom of this world is foolishness but the most high so it's not something that you can try to tempt the Lord of or try to gainsay the spirit or the Holy Spirit 
by using wisdom from a different entity to try to mate with the wisdom of the word of the Lord. There's only one wisdom. And that wisdom can give you the eye to discern and be keen and aware of the foolishness that tries to compare itself. Whether it's false religions, false philosophy, false prophecy, all types of things. And that spirit of wisdom will even help examine yourself and give you a buffer on how to be fully reborn and leave off from the ways of your past experiences. To discern what's wise and what's not profitable in comparison onto the Lord is an amazing thing that's superior that can transform an individual, regardless of their circumstances, regardless of their experiences, regardless of their mistakes. Once that spirit of wisdom is gained, the scripture says, roughly paraphrasing in Proverbs, how wisdom can make of a person to sit with kings, those of high authority. It all comes from the Heavenly Father. And thankfully, we have the Messiah who in his name, who this world calls Jesus, Yahushai, we thankfully have that as a mediator to bring us back onto the wisdom of the Lord. Because the scriptures also say, trust in the Lord and lean not on thy own understanding. And it even takes a wise ear and an understanding ear and a loving ear to even hear the wisdom of a reproof or a correction. These all play a part in our relationship to the Most High and the Son. And it's all for our benefit. It's all for our growth in raising us to be holy and separate and superior. For to not receive wisdom, to stray away from wisdom, and to not apply wisdom, or even not to read, is to set yourself short. And is ultimately to make yourself not beloved of the Most High. Because to reject wisdom is to embrace folly. And the Heavenly Father is not the author of confusion. So be thankful for wisdom. Hey, through the grace and mercy of the Heavenly Father, the name is only begotten Son, Yahweh was wisdom. Thankfully, that brought this podcast together. Uh, amen. Hey, once again, thank, thank you to being a guest on, on this, uh, this episode as well. Um, to the viewers, to the brothers, to the sisters out there, get wisdom. And with all I get and get understanding. Um, and with that, till next time, Shalom. Shalom. Keep his command to say that it's done with this. If, if I had a child, I'd tell him, get that all your hands and pray. Tomorrow never promise, so be better than your yesterday. Bless the Christ with all your might, just like he's worthy for our praise. For his salvation brought us from the night into the day. This world was void of what